the only goal we have is to is to have the best time with everyone that we could possibly have through the entire city and also fix things while we're doing it. <laughs> They're back. Jason Bass and DJ Impulse, government name Ryan Rhodes, have returned to the podcast. They stopped by to talk about their super successful roving food party, Night Brunch, and the cool events they have coming up, like Night Brunch Festival in October. We also discussed Summer Lunch, their fledgling program that brought healthy lunches to communities in West Baltimore this summer. This is a long one. We cover a lot of ground and drink a fair amount of drinks, but it's a good one. Enjoy. Hopefully it's good. Cheers. Cheers. It's a different setup. Cheers. Is it? No, it's not. Is it not? I feel like that was on an L-shaped desk. It was. Oh. Oh, no, oh my can, God. I can hide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does make more sense to face us than to... Wait, he wasn't facing us before? The screen was over but there, I think. Yeah. Oh, it was before that then, yeah. Yeah. Just keeping you on your toes. Definitely. Um, it's a cool room. We tried. It's... We... We need more tiles, I think. But we've been saying that for a couple of years. More tiles? For sound? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mike does... I think it would cut down some of your work if we had more tiles. Um, but... Sounds good. That's not that when interesting. When I'm listening to it, it sounds great, Mike. So. I think Mike's a really good producer. He is. We've, we've heard some bad podcasts. Like, like the, po- the, the content's good, but the sound is bad, and mm-hmm. I don't know, it made me appreciate him. I've heard some shitty podcasts Fine. before. Yeah. Real What's, popular ones. What's the shittiest podcast? Oh. Content and sound. What are the shittiest co- podcasts? I've heard some pretty bad live ones. Mm. Live gets hard. Live is tough. Yeah. We live thought about tough. doing a live show with um, Jess Mayhew. Do you know her? At BMA- she used to be at BMAG. Mm. She has a podcast with them. And we talked about doing a podcast roulette mm-hmm. and like inviting all of our guests and all of her guests mm-hmm. and like doing a, or a happy hour. Sorry. Mm. So doing power hour oh my god so like a shot of beer when every guest goes up mm. and then so by the end whoever gets picked out of the hat from the audience to like be interviewed would be like wasted so it would just be like progressively drunk yeah, random like drink champs yeah what's that same thing Did I just... Um, they just do it anyway there's no real like yeah they're just drinking a lot <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> but they're definitely drunk as shit by the end of it yeah for yeah. sure as both of you were during your previous podcast wait i think i was pretty were you you just... you I drank drink a, a lot. Bottle I drank of a whole, yeah, we did drink the yeah, whole you bottle. Drink a lot. Your podcast was three hours long. <laughs> yeah. I was on maternity leave and drank a bottle of wine. Like I needed to get out of the house, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a long podcast. Well, yours or mine? No, with Jason and Aaron. Oh, uh, we definitely got drunk on mine. Yeah, there's the bottle. This is it? They signed it. <laughs> oh! Oh, dude, that's insane. Look at that. Classic. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's a great one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys went like... We did. We went all around. It was a, it was awesome. a long soak. That <laughs> one. <laughs> a long soak. Did it feel like it? Like when you were in it? It didn't feel that long when I think we were in it. No, it never I, does. But yeah, it seems quite quicker. But yeah. I just, I was, I hadn't been drinking for like a year at that point, mm. and so I got really drunk oh, yeah. at my job. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, which wasn't great. And it made you a consultant, right? You're like, you're great. Like mm-hmm. you're more worked out. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you guys are my first, I think, return guests. Oh, thanks for having us. I think. Yeah. Can you think of anyone else, Mike? Someone from TMD. No. Warren Women was here twice. Really? Well, I wasn't here for either of them. All right. Well, they count. Warren Women count. 
Sometimes I don't do the podcast. Every blue moon, Mike does an interview. Usually, Did you not know that? Usually when she's pregnant. With, usually, you, ta- with you talking? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he can talk. No, I know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. We'll there, just clear my throat. <laughs> there aren't many with Mike. <laughs> Producer Mike. Producer Mike. Yeah. yeah, there aren't many, but there are some. You can find them where you, or if you get fine podcasts. Hmm. Um, yeah, so he's done a couple, but no, I'm usually... I haven't been pregnant in a while, so I've been here for most of them. I mean, are you okay with that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Just making sure. Two is enough. Just I making sure. I, I don't think listen, I need I tell, more. I tell people that... That two is daily, enough kids? On a daily basis. Two yeah. is good. Yeah. I think it's plenty. Two is perfect. One's good yeah. Are you me. from a big family or not, right? Uh, no, I just have one younger brother. Okay. That's it. Yeah. And our family wasn't that, that big. Yeah. Yeah, I just as a whole, it's interesting. Like, because yeah. I'm I'm the oldest of seven, and like I only wanted two, and then like some people from big families really love big families. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and then it's just funny how it all kind of plays out. Yeah, no, two is plenty. Two is perfectly fine. Or one, Valor's pretty cute. Thanks, I'm That's, cool. It's I'm enough done. kid. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a lot for me. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of work. No, no, yeah. it really is. I'm happy. Yeah. Well, what have you guys been up to since last you were both on the podcast? Um, we started a party. Yep. Started a party. We got tired of waiting for somebody else to do it. I don't know <laughs> if it's a recording or not, but we're gone. Oh, we're going. Yeah. Oh, what the hell? Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> she gonna give us a tricksters. We'll sneak sneak it up on you. Okay. Um, yeah, you started night brunch. Yeah, we started night brunch, which is awesome. I think we spoke about it on the one. Did we? That I did solely. I, but it was just starting, I okay. think. I think I talked about it. Yeah, we yeah. Went, it probably wasn't a brand It was in all. the very early stages, I believe. Where was the first one? Modern Cook Shop. Yeah. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Ended up being really... Well, he was close to one of the owners from his past, and I was close with one of them, not the other one. Yeah. And they gave us a chance to come in and try it out. But at that point, we had no real like plan for it. You know, it was just like, let's see if this even works. And partly one of the reasons we did it on a Wednesday is because Woo Wednesday was happening a block away. So, um, wait, what? Woo Wednesday? Woo Wednesday? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Woo Tang. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm not cool anymore. <laughs> okay, Woo Wednesday. Woo Wednesday. That sounds it was awesome. At point. Okay. So, yeah, but I'm not sure. Do they still do it? I believe they do. All right. Yeah. It was pretty hot at that point, though. Like, it was. Gaining in a lot of like for a lot of popularity, it was one of the few things to do during the week, late night. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it became one of those things where if we're going to be in the neighborhood, let's make it a destination so people come out early, hang with us. They're done by ten, and then they can just slide over to Woo. We could do the same. And, yeah, uh, just help each other fun. out. Mm-hmm. Is that? I mean, how, is that how the idea started, or how did the idea start? It was um, partly yeah. the day was because of that, yeah. also because it was the middle of the week, and like brunch is only really on one day. So let's make it like two days. And, All of this uh, was very organic. Yeah, it was really sure. organic. Yeah, yeah. We, you know, we put some logic behind it. You know, like what do people like a lot food wise? You know, <laughs> what's hot right now? Like even McDonald's figured it out. I mean, <laughs> you know, they like month of breakfast all day, uh-huh. and then of course his his music was already there. Like he was already playing in a space that I think everybody can really connect with. But I, I mean, take me back even further. What was the idea to even collaborate? I mean, why? How did how did all of this start? It it was from Jason and I traveling around and going to different cities and seeing things where we would say, God, I wish we had this in our city and we don't. 
there was a lot of things that we were seeing in other in other places that we thought were really cool and coming up with an idea to do a food based party uh with music and everything and then kind of throw it throw it off the rails and do it on a Wednesday instead of your traditional brunch on a on a uh on a Sunday, you know? So that that's kind of how it mm-hmm. how it started. Okay. Yeah. How was the reception when you first started? Uh oh, we all have sunglasses yeah. on. I, I feel oh, weird I don't not know doing anybody this. Anybody can see this. Okay, we all have <laughs> do you think we're secretly Mike? filming you, <laughs> producer no. Mike? Now, now all we right. all do. There we go. There we go, baby. <laughs> now it's a podcast. <laughs> now it's a podcast. Just so Sometimes I think about what if we filmed this live with people. Yeah. Like, no, like I mean, Today not, Show? No, no, no. Yeah, like oh. the Today Show. I have like Throng. Like Kathy Lee and Hoda? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. No, I mean, if we had a camera set up, like Creeper style. Oh, on yeah. Flick, yeah. Yeah. It would be know. dope if even the streets could see it. Yeah. You know? There's a lot of podcasts that, that have Welcome cameras by. up. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little weird. Have you seen? Well, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to diss a local podcast, so I'm not going to because that's mean. <gasps> no, I'll do it when the microphone's off. <laughs> Take another sip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Storily. Oh my right. god. So were you guys immediately successful with Night Brunch or did were there a couple bumps? I think um yeah, for the most part we were. It was definitely not we didn't have the formula figured out yet, you know, as to how to really execute it, but I think it was really well well received. Plus it was something that, you know, we liked, you know, like we like food, we like music, we like so you know, trying mm-hmm. it was it was kind of simple for us to communicate that to people really easily because we were passionate about it, you mm-hmm. know. If it was something that was a little bit foreign, it wasn't like natural for us or, or authentic to us, I think it would have come across badly and people wouldn't have gotten in there. Yeah, yeah. we also like the idea of not being out until two in the morning. Yeah. Me too. You know? Yeah. So it was. <laughs> We're so, not babies anymore. Yeah. So, you know, having a party that went from six to 10 was perfect. Yeah, on a school night, that yeah. seems like a good time to go home. Still make it to work the next day and. With real food. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. You're actually like eating. Right. Like, like dinner and like. Yeah. Yeah. You know, could dance a little bit. But like, sure. all right, it was cool. Cool. I'll see you later. Bye. A lot you of know? dancing while eating, which is my favorite. Right. Yeah. It's like net, zero net calories. Just <laughs> in the chair, just <laughs> dancing. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> And then, you know, if you have a couple of drinks, you're cool. You know, you can really, like, Soak it up with be, those waffles yeah, for dinner. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're not, like, crazy hungover the next day or anything. And you're not breaking the bank trying to party either, you know. Like, that old club mentality was was really insane, you know, dropping hundreds of thousands of dollars for a night. Like Who was doing that? Not me. Uh, <laughs> not me. <laughs> Were you? <laughs> there was a period in my life, for sure. Like, what clubs did you go to? Um... You know, in Baltimore, they had clubs like Eden's Lounge and Mount oh, Vernon, right. Select Lounge, yeah. you know. Um, it's called Medusa now, but what was it? That? Mirage. Mirage. You know, oh, near the Hippodrome? Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of those things. Plus, I was working in the industry, you know, um, and sponsoring some of the parties, but I was a part of that whole scene anyway. So, yeah, it got really expensive after a while. So I had to get a job with one of the sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, were you eating kind of thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I missed all that club stuff. I was into, like, oh, this is an embarrassing thing to say. It makes me sound old. I was into, like, the hipster club stuff. Like, did you ever go to Talking Head? Yeah. We yeah. talked about this the last time. Did with, we? With ta- Taxlow. I should have listened to your... Taxlow. But that was, that but was that Sonar. Was- that was sonar, yeah. But that was still in the in the same. Yeah, we lived era. on the Davis Street air, uh, alley, yeah. which is where Talking Head yep. was. Yeah, Talking that, Head was near Sonar. Yeah, yeah it was, it was like in right a, the corner, like a, right? t- a random townhouse, a row home, 
on Davis and Saratoga, mm. which you wouldn't know unless you By lived. The one? It was the original auto bar. Was it? What? No, the talking what? head was the original auto bar. Really? Oh, Damn. I don't think I knew that. No, big I, didn't, I don't think I knew that. Yeah, I didn't know that. We, yeah, we just found it one day and thought it was a house party, and then realized it was Damn. more than Mike just dropped that. gems. Yeah, sprinkled a couple. <laughs> I really should have listened taco. to your podcasts before I came here because I feel like I'm going <laughs> to... No, it's fine. ...tell my most fabulous story that I've no, already no, no. told before. Tell them again. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> it's good listening, you know, I when you repeat of, pod stories with the same guest. Positive That's... feedback on that one, okay. so you we're did? good. Yeah. Aw. Yeah. Good. Good. You were a good guest. Thank you. Did you bring hot sauce this time? No, I didn't want to do that to you. Thank you. Yeah. That was really painful. <laughs> it was kind. It was... <laughs> if you haven't heard my last podcast with... The one and only DJ Impulse. He brought <laughs> very hot sauce and I had to answer questions. And it was funny, but painful. Oh, like hot ones, huh? Yeah. yeah. I was oh. trying to explain to her the, the show Hot Ones. Got you. Yeah. It was painful. It's a great show. It was only 500 Scoville units. That's not, that's baby stuff. I know. I got, like, I'm a baby. <laughs> I don't know, I guess. Mike tried it too, though. Yeah. He handled it. Mike, you got that? I, he's a champ. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know, man. I thought you you got like a leather situation like me, you know, from whiskey and whatever Baltimore's dive bars give you. <laughs> it's like seawater, you know. It's kinda... <laughs> Inner harbor water. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's disgusting. You got a leather mouth. Oh, my God. Well, who did you have in mind when you started um, Night Brunch? I mean, who who did you want there? Um, demographic yeah. wise, you know, hey, a wanted... fancy word for who did you want? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> MBA student. You know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we uh, we wanted everybody. I mean, you know, because just like when we would travel, we would look around these rooms where we would talk about who was in the room and be like, "Yo, it was just like." this type of person you know from like those ethiopians there there were like some asian people there there were this kind of people there and like yo the room was just so it had such a vibe to it with so many like just cool looking people like it was an amazing thing mm -hmm. and you know if you like baltimore does have a really diverse you know group of residents but they're just still in these little silos all over the place so figured if we could just you know if we know that everybody likes to eat you know, maybe this will be the commonality, right? Like, mm -hmm. we can at least get everybody here for the food. And then once they're here, they'll stay because of the music. And then, like, we'll really get them going with the drinks. So, yeah. you know, it was just, it was really like an opportunity for us to show people what we want. And we hope that they would want it too. That's where we, I think it got a little nervous. Like, yeah. like is Baltimore cool with this? You know, because you can't always take something that you saw in another city that's, you know, dope yeah. and bring it right to Baltimore. Copy and paste. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it does yeah, not it's work. Difficult. Well, how do you think you, I mean, because obviously it's been successful. How do you think you made it Baltimore friendly? Um, you know, the humans in the community, they really just, you know, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, that's a Baltimore accent. For, no, but, I gotcha. But you, I, mean, I think because we, we moved it around. That's the other thing, too. We move it to different locations every single time. There's very, very few repeat locations that we do. So we wanted to give people, uh, uh, just to introduce them to some of the places that, that we like that they may not know about. And then that was the other, that was the other key to it was this, oh, where's it going to be next? Mm -hmm. You know? So that's, that's really where that, I feel like that's how we made it Baltimore by, by really taking it around to different neighborhoods uh, in the city, mm -hmm. so Baltimore could like see Baltimore, like and you know, yeah. kind of interact with each other. 
Plus, you know, originally it was it was just free. You know, we were just kind of testing it out. So there were really like low barriers to coming on, you know, to entry with this, you know. And we ha- we only had to really start charging because we would get RSVPs for events. That's how we were kind of like hopefully keeping track of it and getting some, you know, contact information for people. Mm-hmm. Um, like we did, we did an event at, there were two, I think two really, two events that really made us change it. One was... Um, at Revival Hotel on Topside. She loved, it was like a crazy one. The video was beautiful from that one. It's a beautiful space. Gorgeous, mm-hmm. right? Um, we did, we had like maybe, um, I don't, I think we had like 400 RSVPs or something. Whoa. But we weren't expecting that many people. We were like, yo, the redemption rate by like 20%. It's going to go like 100 or something people. It's not going to be like that. We had capacity in like 35 minutes. They were like, there was almost 300 people in the building. Yeah. Like, there was another. 75 people just in the lobby just in the lobby downstairs were they pissed they could, yeah. yeah yeah that's a <laughs> I mean, hard everybody was pissed and happy some people yeah. were happy some people were pissed yeah. You know? yeah but you know we didn't know we couldn't tell them any more than what we knew about right. even our own business about what to expect you know it's still really early and then we did um you know we had something wild for port covington. the port covington one in the field before they moved it to yeah um south point i think we had it was something two, wild, like seventeen hundred, two thousand yeah, RSVPs. RSVPs. So they they brought th- that much security, you know. But um, I think six or seven hundred people ended oh up showing God. up. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah. which, which is still, still a, a great amount. Of amount. Oh, it's yeah. a great. I mean, it's a huge yeah. turnout. But, but when you you're, don't need all that security, it's it's a loss. Like just right. in terms of paying the security yeah. people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, we were like, listen, we got to have a better way of measuring this. Um, let's just make it five or ten dollars to get in. And that's yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's that, that what, part that's is what Baltimore, works. I think, too. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, don't make it twenty. You know, don't 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 do don't try to go too just because it seems a little popular. Don't go too far with it. Yeah, yeah. Like make it reasonable. People show up if, if they spend five dollars on something, they'll show up. I'll take yeah. it very seriously. Yeah, yeah. And, and even that's I bought a ticket. Get. Yeah, like, that's, that's the way you think. <laughs> right. I bought a ticket. They were like, "What do I get for five? Like, is this free food too? You get in. Like, get in. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. What was the South Point one? Uh, I, I was. I think I wanted to go to that one. We might have been out of town, but that one was like your biggest one so far, right? The Halloween one in South Point, I think, was the was biggest the one. Biggest. Okay, yeah. that was like eight hundred, maybe a little bit more than that. Okay, yeah. but you have something on the horizon that's even bigger, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. We do insert the music, Mike. Okay, we're back. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, do you want to talk about what's coming up? We are having our first night brunch festival. You have to say that with a little more enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put your chest. Say it with your chest. I don't want to hurt Mike's ears yeah. <laughs> when I scream it to the top of my lungs. But yeah, we're very excited. Uh, mm-hmm. Night brunch festival. We're doing it at uh, Harbor Point in the Plaza. Uh, we have some amazing vendors that we're working with, uh, sponsors. Uh, Can you name names or is it all up in the air still? <laughs> I think the press yeah. release went out today. Yeah. It has everything in it. Okay. So, but, so we, <laughs> Clearly yeah, I so read we it. Can, we can talk. Did you? Yeah. No. Oh, oh, shit. You think I'm prepared? <laughs> Yo, stop. Because you know what? We, would, we were like waiting for it to go out. So we're talking to the to Quinn Collins and her team, the PR firm. We're like, did it go out yet? Did it go out yet? Yeah. Like, Kind of stalking anxious it. all day. I think I did get it. I don't think I read it though. Oh, 
still that counts you guys talk while i check my email perfect Mm -hmm. yeah so food wise i mean orto clavel um urban oyster urban oyster of course homemade yeah bringing out that food truck yeah kobo really new on the scene who are they vita she does um liberian food it's really awesome that sounds cool super good she's been doing pop-ups at um Fat and Sunday. Yeah, and Fat and Sunday. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. We got Sporty yeah. Dog, um, Big Softy. Uh, you know, that's that's a lot of the food. And then on the sponsor side, we got some really awesome things coming out. Um, like Red Bull is bringing out this, this like monster truck with a DJ set up on top. You yeah, <laughs> so, the original yeah. intention for monster trucks yes. actually oh, it's crazy Real DJ 80s, booth right <laughs> <laughs> you were born in the 80s you feel something right now mm-hmm. um, also uh, Jameson's bringing out this shipping container that converts into a bar uh, with a rooftop deck a rooftop deck oh my God. Yeah. yo but here's the crazy thing for Saturday, uh, Friday right Friday's the VIP and that's going to be poolside at 1405 point the apartments right there so in the pool we're gonna have uh mermaids like real mermaids yeah, we really? caught we caught up with a few on craigslist <laughs> who were looking looking at a real baltimore mermaid straight out of chesapeake <laughs> she has a tattoo of herself on, on, her on herself <laughs> mermaid need not apply <laughs> it's uh it's been cool you know yeah. yeah. Uh, there's more. There's a lot more. Yeah. We want, you know, some of the stuff is in the press release too, but. Uh, yeah. But it's October 4th, 4th 5th, 5th, and 6th. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. So the kickoff party is on Friday night. And With that's the Mer people. That's the, the yes. Yeah. The Merfolk. Merfolk. Okay. Merfolk. <laughs> does Valor watch Paw Patrol? <laughs> he does. Okay. Yeah. They have Mer pups. I my did kids not are, know that. Ooh, my kids are into Mer pups. What? Mer pups? I think they're in like two episodes that we talk about Mer pups. As if it was what the series like is about. Thing. Yeah. yeah. But. He's such an um, outdoors kid. He doesn't really even like to watch TV. He loves Peppa Pig, which I don't. Old penis face. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> this is. <laughs> Yo, the whole squad, the whole family has that same affliction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They like to get dirty. My and... kids have Peppa Pig uh, chopsticks. Really? Yeah. How did. That's crazy. We got them in L.A. Damn. Mine don't watch. They don't know. They're like Paw Patrol. They don't watch Peppa Pig. Though. Tumble Leaf. Yo, he's like, he's strange, cool. man. He doesn't even like TV like that a whole lot. Oh, Valor? Yeah, he just likes to be outside. Like, he's a very old soul as yeah. a child. Like Valor whittles um, <laughs> <laughs> sticks on the porch with yeah, a what, piece of straw in his mouth. That's where you find him. <laughs> <laughs> drinks Bartles and James. Yep. <laughs> like uh, <laughs> He okay. knew Bartles. So you have an indoor or an outdoor kid in the city. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah, I have indoor kids in the city, so that's easier. That is much easier. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like they love playgrounds and stuff. They're always outside. I mean, yeah, but they, they like to go to parks, but they're mm-hmm. not like yearning to like connect with nature. Uh, they're not uh, whittling yeah, wood yeah. into tree shapes Man. like Valor is. Yeah. Like my, I went to go visit my parents this weekend and he was with me and my dad was cutting the lawn with a riding mower thing. And he was so excited to be on that with him. He just wanted to, like, cut grass. He wanted to help clean up the grass. Mm-hmm. And, like, my dad's just letting this little three-year-old do all the hard work. And, um, you know, 
It doesn't care about child late travel child labor laws. It's fine. Those are chores. <laughs> chores are okay. I recently heard about this woman who was her allowance was taxed for doing her chores. Her parents would take thirty percent of her allowance, and then at the end of the year, she would pick a um, charity to send it to. Wow. And I was like, "That's yeah. pretty. Like that's teaching a lot of lessons in one allowance." Too deep. Oh, I thought oh, that was pretty good. Kid. Yeah, my kids don't get allowance, but they're also two and three. So, yeah, <laughs> <you know? laughs> although you haven't uh, introduced that yet. Yeah, know. we don't. Wait, do you girls get allowance? Yes. Oh. Tax it. Sorry, girls. Yeah, they they uh, they Rough. used it all in L.A. <laughs> Which we all should mention, you got married. I did. Congratulations. Thank you. To you and Nora. Thank you so much. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Super low key. Yeah. Very low key. And, and inexpensive. Yeah. Well, but you had a vacation around it. Uh, yeah. It's the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you spent your it was good. wedding money. Yes. Yeah. On an experience. Smart. It was good. You'll never forget that for sure. No. No. But yeah, it was maybe, I don't know, eight people total in Griffith Park on the side of the road. Beautiful. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. She didn't even have the dress until the day before. Yeah, did she pick one out that. that day or didn't arrive till that day? No, she went and picked it picked it up. Like we we drove from San Francisco on Friday, got into LA Saturday, and then went to David's bridal <laughs> and she found a dress and went to Alta, bought is it Alta? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where you the guys, makeup that's spot. Where the, that's where, Us that's guys. Where, that's where girls go, right? <laughs> uh, I go to Sephora actually, but thanks yeah, for asking. But, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, she bought all all of the uh, accoutrements, and then she uh, yeah, and then we did it on Sunday afternoon. It was perfect. It That's took great. Like ten minutes. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Do you been together for ten years? No, almost. Eight? Almost. Like yeah. Nine nine years. Yeah. That's so cool. So well it was done. Good. It's like common law already, right? Yeah. Yeah. She had rights. Yeah, <laughs> she definitely had rights. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. All your CDRs and you know Japanese memorabilia would have been hers. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <clears throat> back to night brunch, if you don't mind. Sure. Sorry, I mean, enough about you. Yeah, let's go. Um, so you guys ha- added a component this summer, a social component. Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk a little bit about that, about helping the community? <laughs> yeah, we, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> I mean, you th- it was one of those things where we're like, all right, well, let's let's figure out how we can give back to Baltimore, you know, um, in a way that uh, made sense for us. It wasn't just like, I mean, we, we, there's a lot of things that we care about in the city, but when you started to look at the crime and all the stuff that was, like, really kind of plaguing the city and preventing people from coming from the county into the city, we were like, we can't, like, we can't fight crime directly. You know, we're not cops or vigilantes or anything, but maybe if we started with some quality of life stuff, it'll stop some of the people from wanting to, like, do bad things, mm-hmm. you know? Or their needs are being met and they don't have to do bad things. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. And then... You know, if you're looking at if you we we started to get some statistics on like how many kids were a part of the breakfast and lunch programs in school, and it was like a wild number, it was something like a hundred thousand or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like the whole population of the city, you know. <sighs> and then you know we're seeing kids around um, around the area, and they're just eating. You talk to them, and they're like, "Yeah, like today was like some hot Cheetos." You know, it bothers you, especially when we're going around from place from restaurant to restaurant and yeah. all over the city celebrating. Over food. Over mm-hmm. food, like, and not even giving it a second thought, then a mile and a half away, like, this entire demographic is just eating a bag of chips, yeah. you know? Food doesn't... It's really, really bothersome. So, we, like, uh, we're like, well, let's see if we can 
let's see if we can do something for for kids for summer over lunch, you know, like just at least do that. And we put something on Instagram and we didn't have, we had no idea how we were going to do this. And then people started like really responding to it. And then we just texted each other like, I guess we have to follow through with this now. <laughs> <laughs> like, gotta feed them now. <laughs> we gotta figure out how to do this. And, and honestly it came together in like, a, like under a week. Wow. I was able to pull everything together. Um, Hungry Harvest, um, excuse me, they were very gracious. And, you know, every week they would drop off a pallet of, um, vegetables or fruit that they got from the um from the local farms so we would use that to prepare like be the base um of every meal on monday wednesday and friday we would go in early and like cook meals and serve them out of fayette street outreach okay in the penrose community kind healthy snacks provided like breakfast bars they gave us like five thousand bars at the beginning of the summer it's wow. crazy um and then as we started to move along other other organizations jumped on board, like Clark Burger started to become like a protein sponsor. Um, our final day, Mira Kitchen Collective, um, this newly formed group in Baltimore, they came out and brought enough food to feed like 150 people on the last day of wow. like rice and chicken shawarma. It was amazing. And then all the, the volunteers we, we kind of organized through our Just Start Night Brunch um, you know, guest list. So people who would usually come to the parties we sent out an email. It was like, yo, if you guys want to do a little bit more, mm-hmm. here's how you can give back. We, we didn't tell you this, but every time you came to some of the events, we would put a little bit of money away. And we started to use that to pay for expenses, you know, um, mm-hmm. to feed, which we thought was only going to be kids. But then elderly people started showing up, then other, like, young adults. And when you see, like, you know, older people coming up in wheelchairs and stuff like that, and, like, some of them missing legs or things like that, and it's not from a war, it's just from, like, poor diets you know and not being able to get access to food you can't turn them away of course not you know you just hook them up with a plate walk them out you know see them out and just talk to them make them feel good so we were feeding like not to make everybody feel a little sad right now but you know we were feeding like 88 on average like 88 people a day like we did 220 meals i mean 200 no, 2,200. 2, 2,200 meals. Yeah, 2,000,000. 2,200 meals throughout the two months we were there. Yeah. 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 This was really, really crazy. And we just built some some beautiful relationships with people in the community. Like, I mean, just everybody's coming up like, God bless, like giving hugs, like all ages, you know, so happy and kind yeah. and like, and grateful. Like you, you walked out of it every day, like definitely like feeling a weight on you because this is again like a mile and a half away from all of this decadence and like you know just amazing like people just spending money not even giving it a second thought you know an an abundance and then um you know you also feel really happy because like you got to like deal with you got to like connect with these people you wouldn't have connected with before yeah and you made that day at least better yeah Mm -hmm. not nothing yeah I mean, you know, they were happy. A lot of them were just happy to see a face that a new face in their community that wasn't a cop. Mm-hmm. You know, like they were just like like or buying drugs. You know, we were just over there just trying to help out and hang out. You know, mm-hmm. so they were just happy to see that because nobody's going over there so worried that it's like a terrible place to be. But you know, we're he. You know, Ryan's over there. He has like he's walking around with his daughters, his wife. You know, nobody's you know giving them a hard time. Not having drive by shootings. They're not just randomly robbing people. You know. It's not what the media think p- paints the picture of. I mean, of course we have issues, but it's not these issues. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have you thought through how to build with the momentum of this from the summer? Is there a plan to have Night Brunch continue the service work, or is there something bigger on the horizon, or did you just kind of do this this summer and 
you're going to reevaluate. We're a really small team, you know, and even to pull together the festival, you know, organically, we were able to bring on a couple of people who were just as passionate about Night Brunch itself um, to, to kind of help us build out the rest of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as the other part of it goes, um, it's it's more or less continuing the, the summer piece, like Night Brunch, Summer Lunch, and then expanding that and figuring out where that goes because... We already have an understanding of what that looks like and that time commitment, you know? Yeah. Um, That's just one community. Which yeah. is, and it sounds major if it's three days a week that you're... Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Up, yeah, being there at 9 a.m. and leaving around like 2 and then managing volunteers and stuff, like it's hard for small groups of people to do all of that, you know? In, in doing that work, though, did you... Have you thought of a model that could work, whether it's you or someone mm-hmm. else? I mean, is there a solution to this that's not evident if you're not in it like you were um i think so absolutely yeah and some of the stuff like we were connected with fair street outreach through iwb more innovation works over there um jay and nick were really really great guys and um i was thinking about like how to how to document the model that you know we created with this so that it can be shared like an open source kind of thing so if you wanted to do this in another area not just baltimore here's how we did it you know because we didn't know what to do we were looking up at look, looking stuff up really didn't find a lot that was applicable to this it was a lot more like advanced mm-hmm. and you know if you just want to grassroots root this whole thing and and do it without any kind of like government assistance or, gr- or grants like just relationships and a couple bucks and some friends like this is what you can do you know <laughs> so yeah i think that we could communicate that and use that as a base to well, and like I think, do more. Yeah, and I think even if you just share that model, I mean, if there's a way for people to plug and play with what mm-hmm. you've done, but with their own communities, I mean, that's that alone is worth something, right? Like, yeah, hoping, you know, because, I mean, you know, we're like you say, we're older. We're, we've been in Baltimore for a long time. <laughs> You're older. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and, uh, I mean, you know, we're past the, the just partying for party's sake. And so it's... Uh, it's like, well, what do we? What else can we do that's more meaningful out of our lives? Like, mm-hmm. you know, we want to part. We want to bring people together with the parties. We want to be able to help the community through those those activities. You know, what else can happen next? You know, mm-hmm. so it's not all just this like one dimensional kind of effort that doesn't make you feel better at the end of the day. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, and I, you know, you talk um, about legacy. Mm-hmm. I guess not in this conversation, but you and I see yeah. each other outside of the walls of this building. <laughs> that's, that's true. Um, and uh, I think I think that part of that is is maybe leaving a better Baltimore behind. Yeah. You know, I think maybe that's that's what you're working towards, whether it's for your son or just for yeah. Baltimore greater good. Uh, and programs like this, I think between Night Brunch and and do you have a name for for your Summer lunch. Summer lunch. Yeah. Okay, sorry. It's very alliterative. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, night brunch, summer lunch. Okay. Yeah. Redundant, I think, is the right summer <laughs> lunch. Okay, I'll remember. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's a good word. No, it's a, it's a good name. <laughs> summer lunch. Um, and I lost my train of thought. But I, I think I think both are – I both think both do good for the community. I think mm-hmm. both – if you're letting a small business owner have a spotlight for the night mm-hmm. and people who have never been there get to go and try the food, I mean, that's really good for business in Baltimore – Plus, they usually dead yeah. on a Wednesday. Oh, yeah. sure. So if you bring that's in yeah. weekend money on a Wednesday. Too. Yeah, you're activating spaces and yeah. um, you're building networks. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure – do you know what percentage of your attendees are repeats? Only through observation. Like, oh, okay. the restaurant will email us back or talk to their PR person yeah. if they brought – if their PR person brought us in. 
and they'll say like, hey, they're still seeing people come in from Night Brunch. Like, this is great. They're really happy. They're interested in you coming back again. And we're like, sorry, we're still on tour, basically. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, I even meant, I'm sorry, I meant... You're um, talking about just people that night brunch to come night back brunch. to the actual party itself. Yeah, like, do you yeah. know what percentage oh. follows... It's crazy because like we that that's the part that really made us feel like we saw a lot of success because it seemed to you'd have some regulars but it would just change every single yeah. time people we've never seen in our entire life just yeah. out of nowhere and with their mom oh yeah <laughs> like you yeah. know a lot of women would bring their mothers with them and they would tell us like how um you know it wasn't too much for the mom. But it wasn't too boring for the daughter. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It wasn't like that. So it was like right in the middle for both of them. Yeah. And they're both like really enjoying themselves. And I brought know, my kids to one. You brought it's, your kids? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Uh, in the beginning of the night. It's pretty tame. tame. It is. Yeah. It yeah. is. It definitely. Yeah. My kids have been to. Yeah. Well, yours are. Two. They've been to two. Probably more age appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I also took <laughs> my older daughter to Moonrise. That's dope. Oh, cool. That's right. I saw that. Yeah. You did that. that That's was, pretty awesome. That was 21. 21. 21 Savage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Good dad. I want them to experience things. Did she meet him or she was at the – she saw the show? She saw the show. Okay, okay. But then we also were uh, – Backstage. Uh, yeah, yeah. She, she was on the stage in front of, I don't know, 20,000 people or something like that. So Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. Very. Yeah. If Very. I was 12 years old, <laughs> to see that, God – it was intense. Mm-hmm. So, and oh, the one thing I did forget was like explaining more a little bit the about the uh, the summer lunch program. Like, how are we gonna we're gonna like take the take it serious to try to change like the event scene because we had a problem. We had to use that same knowledge. I mean, that same approach to the other thing. Like, mm-hmm. we're not gonna complain that the city is having have these issues. We're gonna try to fix it. I think that's the, a big part of like how we've been kind of uh, approaching a lot of this stuff is like no more complaining. Let's just fix it. You know, let's figure out our version to fix this, you know, and and to make it better. It's like even when you think about the festival, it's like, all right, let's scale it to the point where we can make the biggest impact we can, you know. And then, you know, we want to see things like this in Baltimore. But stuff that would have been a little similar has left or just given up. And and they didn't like weather the storm if they were under a storm or they, you know, let somebody take it somewhere else and never return. So Mm -hmm. we're going to. We're going to take it from here. Yeah, there's been a lot of things that just kind of like skip us and go to either D.C. or Philly. Mm-hmm. And we're just kind of... You know, our food is fire in Baltimore. A, like, oh, it's yeah, so yeah. good. I think we're getting more recognition than ever for the mm-hmm. food. I mean, I think it's slowly but steadily happening. But agreed. Like, I mean, you're not... You know, like Austin. Everyone's like, I have to go to Austin and eat. It's right, like, well, yeah. yeah, I'm sure the food's amazing. But like, it's barbecue. And we yeah. trust people. Yeah. So I don't know. Thanks. Like, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> come on. If I have friends come in for the weekend now... Yeah, it's very difficult because I give them a list of a t- I, even, I I put a Google list together now. To yeah, where oh I just, yeah, I have a list I, too. I send the list yep. to people, and if you can get through six of these places, seven of these places, you've done if it. You're lucky, then you've, you've done it. But there's probably twenty on there. You mm-hmm. know, so it's solids. Yeah, really. I mean, like solid, solid. Yeah. Well, solid. I'll ask you at the end your favorite places to eat. We'll do okay. that in a minute. <laughs> I do have a loaded question, though. What do you think is Baltimore's most solvable problem? Uh, do you want to take that? <laughs> uh, most solvable problem, mm-hmm. I think, is uh, just coming off of what we've experienced this summer is, is food, in my opinion. Like, that 
that I feel can be easily taken taken care of or at least kind of get under control a, a little bit in, in if not a lot food deserts or or first yeah just feeding the, people just feeding just yeah feeding people and food deserts because mm-hmm. during this summer lunch there was a garden in the back we're talking about a garden that was in in between uh row homes abandoned row homes that maybe like an alley. Know, six people could have lived on that block of that were full of full of homes and i would go out and pick fresh tomatoes cilantro mm-hmm. green peppers zucchini zucchini squash. it's there like all of this abandoned space and these weren't even professional yeah gardens these were just Seeds from Home Depot. Rinky and home. Uh, yeah. uh, I don't hoop, know. Because like, oh, they were hoop houses. Yeah. They were hoop houses. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, it was they one were hoop houses, yeah. but they were on. They were on top of concrete. They were just on top of concrete on top of raised beds. And I'm picking out, I mean, a bun. Like, there was so peppers, much. Peppers, green peppers, spicy so peppers. So much. Or. Every day you could go out and pick fresh vegetables. Yo, and, they, and like day. those grape tomatoes were some they of the were best. amazing. Like, I don't even like to buy them in a store any, at, at all anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, so it was one, so good out mm-hmm. of the alley. Yeah. Like, so that's just one little alley. Look at all of the alleys across our entire city. Yeah. That you could build these for, I don't know, how much money that cost. Couldn't have been much. But I looked it up on Walmart.com or whatever. It, was, it wasn't that much. You yeah. know what I mean? But that's that that could help feed and give people those the 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 healthy foods that they can incorporate into their diets for free it's there you know right yeah so that's that's what i what i see that can be um that can contribute to to some of the issues that we have in the city yeah i think all of the all of our problems are extremely solvable i think that we do have a bit of every single problem from every city you know what I mean? Like, like one, like in the U.S., like if you look at one city, they're like, oh, this city definitely deals with like this and that, boom. And like you can you can go down the list of U.S. cities and do that. But when you come to Baltimore, they, it's like, oh, we got that, 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 that. You know, it's like the <laughs> list is like so long. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, we have EPA issues at the harbor. You know, but that might be in Swimmable one city. Swimmable harbor you know I mean? <laughs> by December, guys. Come on, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. The, oh. the X gene, the mutant X gene, will be following yeah. right up after that. I was genuinely um, excited for that. I mean, I wanted to like swimmable harbor because mm-hmm. you see it in other countries, like other countries you see it do in it Chicago. so well. Oh yeah, like, Chicago, they jump in. True, yeah, true. I mean, and Chica- Chicago being more unique because it's like a more similar yeah. body of water. But oh yeah, what's the what's the the Red Bull thing where they fly the? Oh, they did fluke talk here. Yeah, yo, they did do it here. Yeah. But none of them survived. Oh, my God. I went yeah. to that. That's right. It was in Fed Hope. They yeah, did yeah, it yeah. by Fed Hope. Yeah. That's right. It's like 2007. It was early. It was early, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was like 12, so. Okay. Uh, I was not. Uh-huh. I was 22. <laughs> but we had just moved here, and we were like, this is the coolest city in the world. And then yeah. people were like, we didn't understand what it was. Uh-huh. When we saw the first group fly into the water, we were like, mm. okay. Yeah. Like, Oof. did someone tell them about the water quality? No, no. Oh, it's yeah. Well, they apparently they bleached it. I'm cool. Yeah, to make it safer. <laughs> I know. It's like, are you going to launch yourself off of something Mm-mm. forty feet in the air in something that you made? No. Nope. <laughs> into dirty water. Okay. No. Don't yeah. trust anybody I'm that okay. much. No, no, no. 
you know, we we just have we have a lot of issues, but I think like most of our issues outside of that one can easily be fixed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, even when it comes down to like a lot of our social issues, like crime issues, I think we can fix. You know, it doesn't take more policing. I mean, we have to get the guys, the bad guys, you know, mm-hmm. but it just takes an understanding of like quality of life issues that they're having. I mean, in a lot of crime that we see outside of like drug related issues or like crimes of opportunity like if people are just leaving their laptop in their car you're you're, your fault and that's in any city that's in any city and you know i've i've had conversations with people who left and it happened to them in another city and they were like it's everywhere and i'm like yeah that's what we said before you moved you know or now you live in a more expensive city right right now you're paying for more and And you have a laptop right (laughs) (laughs) and then like you know i used to you know when i was living in mount vernon i'd get emails from micah about um, kids that were getting robbed for their iPad and their clothes, but they're walking around the, like you know North Avenue with an iPad out, catching Pokemon or whatever, with like five hundred dollars sneakers on, and wh- who God knows what else is it? You know, the cost of their outfit. Yeah, they're people. That's a op- that's an opportunity for the, somebody who has nothing. You know, don't flat, don't be so flashy like this. You shouldn't do that anywhere. In fact, like it's just not smart for you. So. I think I think the, those issues are one hundred percent solvable. You so know? less dumb people. <laughs> we need education on all sides for sure. Yeah. You know? And we also need to like realize that um, we like a lot of the same stuff. Like the whole city likes the same stuff. Like stop just hanging out in your one little area. Go over there. There's another dive bar just like yours, but in this neighborhood. Check it out and meet some new people. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's there's restaurants in this in the rest of the city too. Like there's so many people who are surprised when. You take them from Canton to Mount Vernon or you take them from Fells to Hamden. You know, they're like, oh, this is a whole nother like world. Like, bro, this has been here, you know, for a long time. Yeah. Like, you're the one who doesn't decide to like try this adventure. out to be a yeah. little. And it's not. And why is that an adventure? You know what I mean? Like, well, I, mean, so, I mean, I mean, adventure I out. Yeah. yeah. I agree with you in that standpoint because they actually do see it like it's adventurous. Like. Because they're buying into what the media is saying too, right? So if we're in, from a night punch perspective, we're able to take all of these people around to like fifty different places in the city, and they enjoy all of them, and they didn't even know that they were there. Like, what's what's that say? You know, mm-hmm. like you yeah. need to give the rest of the city a chance. You need to like really open yourself up to a lot of this stuff. Yeah, and then even the restaurants, like they're not even familiar with our demographic a lot of the time, so it blows them away that. Two to three hundred people show up at their restaurant on a Wednesday because they've been struck. They've been I'm not going to say struggling, but like they haven't seen like those something numbers. like this. Yeah. Those numbers, you know. And on average, if we can bring seven to eight thousand on a Wednesday, which they might not see on a Saturday, dollars. Yeah, dollars. yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Right. <clears throat> not people. Yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> my, right. <laughs> you know that if they don't see that on a you know a weekend, that's a big that's a big lift. You can't pull yourself like Martin Luther King. I was going to screw this up. Like you can't pull yourself up from the bootstraps if you don't have boots, sure. right? Like yep. they don't have boots. They don't have this. The at least the base of like what they would need to to build a foundation. Yeah. So if we don't meet them there first and then try to address that, give it a chance, then I think we would be doing everybody a disservice. Right. I agree. It's a huge. Because what are we going to do? Push them out? Like gentrify it? And then they're going to go be somebody else's problem? And then right. it's going to be a lost generation? Like, I just, I think, and, and to catch listeners up, um, we took a little drink break and I had floated the idea of <laughs> Bloomberg coming down and running for mayor just to shake things up a little bit, but to bring in. Shaking that stuff. I, I, I have my reasons <laughs> why I think it would work. But 
I think that a huge story like that would bring in it, it, let's say all of this happens and we have this tide of um, intelligent kind thought coming in from other cities that have dealt with problems like ours they could be advocates and and mentors to people in the city or work with them to successfully help everybody I mean I don't know that they need to come in and take over but to come in and work with everybody work with, with the teachers work with the community leaders work with yeah. the religious leaders and 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 make holistic solutions or find holistic solutions to some of the problems we have that might work and i, I do but i do think we need this kind of massive pr thing to yeah. happen to bring all of that interest in yeah massive pr thing for sure we need that eloquently said thank you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also uh you know i think we do i think what you start to see in a lot of other you know, modern American cities that are going through something similar to us, at least on a social economic level, like they are solving their problems through small business and through like um, the people on the ground, you know, and they don't rely on the government because the government probably is are, you know, really kind of led them down that path, you know, in a lot of ways, like how Detroit ended up, you know, going bankrupt sure. and losing zip codes and, you know, the city was just up for sale, but the people who saved it, they weren't in government. You know, and then the government could come in and help and say, I can identify the leaders in this space mm-hmm. and give them what they need and, and remove the barriers. And I mm-hmm. think, like, if we find a combination of, like, mentors that can come identify the people here and say, and then maybe some new blood, too, um, and kind of mix that in, have, like, a have a, a hybrid of that and say, like, okay, well, this is how we can achieve this, and the city's going to remove the barriers for you. Or the city's going to provide, continue to provide, because there's a lot of grants and stuff available for businesses, but, I mean, if you don't know about it, you're not going to be, you're not going to get access to it. If you don't know how to apply for it, you know, if you don't have the means to it to do that, there's a lot to be said about that. Like, BDC, I heard, heard is doing a lot in the community, a lot of wonderful, beautiful things. But we still have, like, in a city that's predominantly African-American, we don't have a lot of African-American restaurants. Like, if somebody comes into town, like a real, like a, like a nice, like a good restaurant, not a carryout or whatever. Sit down. You know, like a sit down. Yeah. You know, we have very, very, very few. Like, and that's, to me, it's really unacceptable. Or even any other you know, person of color, if you really look and start to look into, like, what food ops, staying in a food space. Like, even in that area, we have, it's crazy limited. And, and, and. We can find reasons for that, you know, and solve that because there are a lot of great chefs, there are a lot of great cooks that could be chefs. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of wonderful, talented people in that space that just don't are intimidated or don't know how or need to need need a leg up. Whatever whatever they need, we need to figure that out. I, I can tell you what it is. I think. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's education. It's I think it boils down so much to 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 knowing how to ask questions and knowing where to look for answers. You don't have to know everything, but mm-hmm. a lot of people aren't even taught who to ask or how to ask yeah. or where to ask. I mean, it's, and it's so unfair. It's, it's, it is. Or that they can ask. Yeah. Or that they can ask. The, the first time said, yeah. somebody told me you have to learn how to learn. It, yes. Like it's confused me. And I was like walking in circles. And then after it started to make sense and like everything became clear for me yeah you know that was a, a, that was a memorable point in my life i, I think a, i was in my early 20s when i had a workbook in eighth grade it was called learning how to learn and i remember being like that's such a dumb title like, stupid and, <laughs> like, and I, was I was like, like oh, why would this okay. person tell me i need to learn i need to learn how it's, to learn yeah <laughs> but it's my and it but it also it also knocks you down a few pegs because it tells you you don't know everything yep. and that 
that's okay. But you need to learn how to find out the things you need to know. And you yeah. need to know what you don't know. Yep. And that is a complex thing to understand. And if you're not taught that, yep. then what are you going to do? You think you're going to be stuck. And you're, you're either embarrassed. The resources that you have available to you because that's all you know. That's all you can rely on. Yeah. Or you think everybody else knows the answer and they don't. Yep. And so you're not yeah. going to ask because it's embarrassing. And I think, you know, that's that going full circle back to like relying on the city or relying to government to do certain things. Like I, I don't even know enough about Bloomberg to say that I would like him here. The idea of that name and the ability for him to attract like, you know, the kind of things that you're talking about mm-hmm. sounds ideal. You know, I'd be afraid that we would lose they, that they would forget about the people who need the help the most that really make up the core population of the city. Um, that part is already an issue in my mind. But, I, you know, if we if we didn't know that we could do the good that we did with night brunch, but because we had never seen it, you know, we 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 saw people do something like feed the homeless one day bring out a bunch of pizza or something like that you know i'm sure you've probably seen your versions of it yeah. but to do the entire summer and for it to not be a non-profit or a city-based program it's just uh, two dudes and a and our friend nicole deciding that we're going to just make this happen and then call, making some phone calls you know like that's, that's just two that's just three people that's but just that, three, but no, you know? no no it's three people who have spent a decade or more cultivating relationships and having the privilege of being able to make that phone call. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's not just three people. We have a lot of us out here. You have, I mean, there's a lot of us in Baltimore that do have that same privilege that can be like, they probably have more power. But to reach down and pull people into that community. I mean, you guys are, are, are firmly ensconced in the community. I mean, you are a part, you are, no one would say no to you unless they truly couldn't. Mm -hmm. And not a lot of people have that. And you've earned that. I mean, I'm not checking that at all. Yeah. But um, you know, to I think you're underestimating what you, what you've been doing this whole time to get to this point. Sometimes I say that to Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah totally. But we, I mean, to be to be honest, like we we there's no like ego in this, so it's difficult for us to be like you know, where we stand with certain things. It's just like, we really hope that this happens. You know, we really hope that we're not being naive. We really hope that we're not being crazy or we're biting off too much uh, or like, you know, just, we're just doing the right thing, you know, Well, to fail doing something good is okay. You know, like, and you didn't, but you took, when you say no ego, like that would be maybe a fear of failure, which you didn't need to have because you're just, you're just trying to, continue to connect people and continue to provide a service for people but you know there's always those fears where you're like okay this person donated 80 bucks right to through like cash app mm-hmm. and then if him and i are out and like you know or if, if even if i'm out and i'm like having a dinner somewhere and i don't want that person to look at me like they're using our money to like buy dinners <laughs> or tow you know what i mean like yeah. I don't, so that's so like i started doing yeah. things like i'd be at the grocery store and i'd say hey thank you you know, so and so for your your money this is in kind we, donation, and this is what happened. Yeah, like I'm in the this grocery store right now. But transparency yeah. is good. Super transparent, yeah. you know. It's it's just something that you have to concern yourself with, like the like how we look and what we're trying to accomplish. A black dude and a white dude in Baltimore can always be misconstrued. It can always be looked yeah. at as something like, you know, either impulse is taking advantage, like um you know, still in the culture or Jason's a sellout, you know, depending on who's looking at this and whatever agenda that they have, they can, if they, they don't can, know us, if they don't know us. They yeah. can, they can do what they can 
say all of this stuff. And right now it, it is tense times, you know, and all the only goal we have is to, is to have the best time with everyone that we could possibly have it through the entire city mm-hmm. and also fix things while we're doing it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like that's it. Does that um, concern ever affect your relationship? Him and I? Yeah, I mean, uh, like on a person, like does nah. it, it never? Yeah, no, no. The the pe- have people ever said something to you like that, or are you just? I've concerned been called that to sell might... out for certain things even before night brunch, but um, well, because you your group of friends is pretty interesting. I mean, yeah. you guys are black, white, Mexican, Mexican, Israeli. I'm gonna say yeah, Israeli, and then yeah, yeah. Jewish. Jewish, yeah. yeah. <laughs> David's not as real. Like, yeah. I don't think yeah. he's from there. No, no. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, so, I mean, you have a pretty cool, yeah, little group going. It's very diverse. And the other thing that's that's very important to me is that with me being a traveling DJ, going from hearing the wire, um, uh, crime, you know. And, and crabs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> John Waters on the best day. <laughs> yeah. Outside of that, hearing my peers and other DJ friends all over the world at this point uh, respond to what Jason and I are doing in Baltimore mm-hmm. has been so amazing to, to hear that um, because I frankly don't want it. To, I, Wire was fantastic. Crabs are great, mm-hmm. but I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about that anymore. I want to talk about the positive impacts that Jason and I are making uh, in this community with other with a lot of our our peers that are that are doing the same. Mm-hmm. So hearing that from people out, you know, like I said, all over the country um, and all over the world, it's it's been it's been really positive and and sure. and. and Super Yo, he's gotten phone that. calls from somebody in Alaska who was like, you can come up here and do it up here. Salt Lake City, Portland. Yeah. You know, all yeah, his friends, been... Seattle. Yeah. You know, they're like, Well, that kind of goes here. back to what I was saying before, which was like, I mean, how do you make this a model? Because it is an unusual model. Mm-hmm. And clearly it was, I mean, one year I, I realized it's not like the best metrics of success of all time, but right. it was a very successful year and it seems yeah. sustainable. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there could be something to you guys creating this, this model or this footprint and then just sort of offering it yeah. Yeah. to other people to use. Yeah, we're trying to figure out what that looks like, you yeah. know, for sure. But, you know, it's, um, it's, uh, that's been a challenge for us because it's, it's definitely a passion project that has turned into a business. You know, like he's DJed a billion parties. Like he's been a part of that. Like I've promoted and organized like a billion parties, but something is really, really different about this one. Mm-hmm. So what do we do? Mm-hmm. You know, and like how like how serious should we be about this? Like what direction could we go in? It should we look at should we kind of follow the path that we've seen from other like event series that have scaled around the country and then like almost do the exact same thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Was there something a little bit more unique about this? And if we don't listen to that, we're gonna miss it. So we're like it we're still in a discovery phase to in like Yeah, one one year into and learning about each other budget. while we're doing this yeah. and like the city while we're doing this and our demo and the people are changing mm-hmm. that we interact with. The rest the owners, the businesses are changing because of that. Like um because our business model is a little bit different, even on that aspect, it's still like it's a partnership that that comes in not only from a promoter standpoint and entertainment standpoint, but also an eight like almost like an agency, like mm-hmm. a marketing agency, um, by providing them with certain, you know, um other things that go outside of just like people coming in to spend money. Right. So, um 
all of that being said, like we're not experts at that. You know, we're good at these two things, and now we're learning about all these other things yeah. that are starting to come yeah, into play. You don't have to be. You're not experts. That's true. Yeah. But you also successfully did something without being experts mm-hmm. and there's something to that you know i mean yeah. there's mm-hmm. there's i don't Tripping say into an, success well no <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to say there's an onus on you because i don't want to hold you to that but there is there is something about having tried something and succeeded that's good for everybody that you should either keep doing or help other people do yeah in my opinion yeah yeah I'm i think with it helps that. that we were both passionate about yeah, you know what I, I mean. You it are both passionate. Period. I yeah. mean, there's, there's. Yeah, in it, our, in our mm-hmm. own. You didn't have to to take it to the next step. You didn't right. have to do that. Mm-hmm. But you did, and it was good. And I stress impulse out a lot. <laughs> 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 like you know, I make them talk to people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like all he's, I, he's, stuff. he's a. I'm, a, I'm introverted. As, make him respond as to hell, emails. And he's <laughs> extroverted and. Uh, he's, but he, he has helped me with, with that. Um, I'm getting, I'm getting better with, with having random conversations with strangers. So <laughs> yeah. thank you for that. Yo, you've been shining. I'm not going to oh, lie, man. man. And you've been on TV twice this year. What? Or? I know. I missed it. Yep. I'm sorry. I know. It's okay. Did you do a good job? Yeah. TV sorry. We're going to do it again when we talk about this night brunch, uh, festival. Yeah. We got a couple, couple things lined up for that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Just tell them you're nervous, and then they'll be nice to you. It's fine. <laughs> That's they're what nice. I've done. They were nice anyway. This, yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, they were nice. Yeah, yeah I mean, no, nice. no one's out to yeah. get you. And, like, For some reason, I'm usually hung over 50% of the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, For some no reason? No is no it alcohol? Same. 50%. I don't know why. <laughs> Oh no, but God. honestly, like that last one that we did for um, some channel, I'm not going to say <laughs> it, but I, I was wearing sunglasses. They, you uh, were. I got that phone call that I got a phone call that night and they were like, oh, somebody dropped out. Do you guys want to be on TV tomorrow morning at at 5 a.m. or 6 a.m.? Yeah, hell no, ma'am. Like, please, <laughs> like television. Be there in an hour. <laughs> People watch TV? Yeah. <laughs> right. So Mid Jameson sip. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yep. You know, that's how I kind of came together. So I had no, we had no choice. And, you know, he came out with perfect hair forever. And sure. I came out with, like, sunglasses. So we did great. I think it worked out perfect. Yeah. I think that, you know, this wouldn't be a success if the city itself didn't start to, like, um, get interested in it. You know, like, Downtown Partnership, you know, you guys got really interested in it and was you know, we're willing to support it, made us and, and helped us become a part of Preakness, you know, um, and now telling the story, you know. So, like, an organization that is repping the city is recognizing that we're trying to just do something awesome and, like, supporting it. And then the local news has been, you know, really involved in providing a lot of press for us. So something like this just just, just doesn't happen, you know. It's like it takes all of these other people to start to see you know, the vision and then buy into it in order for it to be successful. If it's in, and that's, that's where I'm hoping that, you know, other, other organizations, they start to support things, other things, you know, like this, maybe this just opens the door to make people look at stuff that's not traditional and pay attention to it and see that there's an opportunity there for something great to happen that creates a change. And if they start to look at these other people, the same way they looked at us, then we can start to have a better city. You know, it's just, you know, maybe we just start the trail a bit, you know? Yeah. Damn. Well Cheers. said. 
<laughs> God damn. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Thanks, man. <laughs> well, good work, boys. Yeah. On to the frivolous. You know what's funny? I never talk on a mic whenever he's DJing. Like, I do, unless I'm really drunk, then I'm rapping. This is true. But, like, raps. I do not like to get on do the mic. Do you rap? Oh. Slightly drugged or lit. Do you rap songs that exist or about things you're thinking no, about? Just stuff that's around. <laughs> just things that are happening in the room. A freestyle. <laughs> it's a or. freestyle. A hot 16, is. if you will. Hot <laughs> 16. All those bars. Oh bars. God. Bars, baby. Okay. <laughs> well, you can rap at the end if you want. Not there yet. Not there yet? That <laughs> one and a half drink isn't quite enough? You know, I can ma- maybe make something happen. No, nope, not ready. Let's for move on to the. Uh, I was really into um, writing limericks about my classmates when I was younger, which I think is the same thing. That's very nice. <laughs> That's for the sure the one. crunchiest thing yeah. I've ever heard in my life. Yo, I met this girl once, and I hope she never listens to this podcast. I hope and she like, does. I was like, "Yo, why do you like this dude?" And you know, she was a beautiful, dark-skinned black woman who was so educated. I was like, "Oh my god, you're like something special." And then, like, she met this one guy, the black dude, and he was so just like earthy, right? And I was like, "What is up with this? Like, why? Why aren't you dating me? Why are you dating yeah. him?" And she's like, oh, my God, he writes me the best sonnets. It's like, the fuck? <gasps> Who writes what? what? Is this a thing? Like, this is I what you want to be a part of today? I will say I this. Vocabulary. <laughs> sonnets. When I was... <laughs> that was a real response. 16 or 17. 16. I was dating a guy who wrote me sonnets Mm-mm. that I found out much from- later were... <laughs> this is so embarrassing. We're from, um, I'm covering my eyes. We're from Dave Matthews' White Album. Yes, of course they were. <laughs> really White Album. Of course. And no, no. I was like, well. White on white. Isn't no, this. Double. Isn't this spectacular? Oh, That's my. right there. And then yeah. I was. <laughs> white balance. The white balance. Oh, oh, man. Man. And then years later. See, I was, we all fall for it. Oh, my God. <laughs> now I, I mean, that, I was. I was always like a little, I don't know, is sard- can I say sardonic? Is that fair? Um, but I just felt, <laughs> I felt like, you know, when you're 16, you're like, everything matters always, yeah. Every, yeah. even if you yeah, aren't really that kind of person. Now, if like my husband wrote me a poem, I'd be like, your handwriting's terrible. Please don't ever show it to me again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not reading this. <laughs> um, Crashing to me. There we are. I got yeah. 16. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right. That said, um, favorite things. And I'm spitballing here. I don't have a list in front of me. <laughs> why is that funny? Is there <laughs> me? Yo, I, even I was like, oh, you got to tell us why. Did you just catch Crash into me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it was pretty good. It was pretty Satellite good. Satellite was my favorite song. It was very, song. like, TBH. Matthews delay. <laughs> the Dave Matthews Dave Matthews delay. delay. <laughs> the DMD. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> man, I love when we get together. Oh, me Facts. too. Okay, yeah, I'm just going to, like, ask whatever I whatever comes to mind. Shoot. It'll probably be very similar to the normal list. <laughs> let's go. Because of muscle memory and I'm drunk. But anyway, um, all right, let's By start. Way, I was going to say I'm bad at favorite things. Why? Like, uh, are you good with favorite just things? Just say favorite things right now. Yeah. Not all time. You guys have done yeah. all time. Yeah, just we've like, done all time. It can be new or it can be something you've been going to lately yeah, or something you're into right lately. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to give us a run. Okay. This is where my anxiety kicks in. 
I gotta think of something that's favorite. Just, yeah. just oh! wait. You got. You're, oh, you're not even giving us um, whatever it is. About. You're just saying favorite things. <laughs> no, I'm. You're speaking in generalities. I'm gonna give you prompts. Oh, oh look thank at things. God. I'm gonna be like, Holy he's shit. freaking out. I, I don't know. We're fine. About things like this. Jason's like rompers. See, that's why we balance each other. <laughs> rompers. <laughs> What's your favorite? Yeah. Degrees. Okay, now we're gonna <laughs> start. 90, 99 degree rooms. Yeah. <laughs> it's very food. hot in here. <laughs> My ice is sweating. <laughs> well, Croy. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's go. <laughs> Favorite wow. sonnet. Okay. Um, oh. Okay. Um, start with your. Okay. Well, favorite place to take a lady on a date. Oh. In the city. In the city. Yeah, we're in Baltimore City. This is a city podcast. So yes. I'm trying to think of where we've been last. Favorite thing. Favorite dates. Oh man. Um Are you taking us, Jason? That's a high crunch value. <laughs> high crunch value. <laughs> for sure. Um uh, see this is why I have difficulty doing favorite. Oh things. my god. Because I am such I'm telling you, not that I also get really ang- I get anxious about that, but I have such a okay, listen, this is why it makes sense. All right. If I'm the guy who is supposed to like get everybody out and do everything, I have to I have to like talk to a lot of different types of people. Mm-hmm. So I'm always thinking about either the audience or my occasion. This is about you. So me. Baby girl. God. <laughs> where would you Nobody take? Nobody asked me about <laughs> Where would you? <laughs> let's say there's this beautiful, educated woman mm. who. Who doesn't fuck with sonnets. Doesn't fuck with sonnets. Where would you take her on a date? Uh, You know what? I'll take it to Orto. God damn it, For Jason. brunch. Okay. Cool. Whoa, day brunch. What's that? Yeah, I don't want her to think it's gonna go somewhere too fast. <laughs> Stole my answer, dude. So you know, I keep it chills. Do you know where I had dinner I mean? last night? Orto. Orto. Shit. That's what's up. With See? my babies. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Order the butter pasta. Yeah. For them, I'm saying that in quotes. For the table. Eat it for yourself. It's uh-huh. amazing. For the table. Uh-huh. A little off menu the Caesar tip. salad is fire. Too. That's it. my kids. Lou ate almost all my Caesar salad. We ordered really a second one. Yes. So good. Yeah, boy, that tomato salad. Oh, the situation. tomato salad. That's why I don't want the seasons to change. Only because of that. God, and I'm not damn, crazy about tomatoes. That, that I makes hate tomatoes. That tomato I used salad. To hate, I used to not like them as much, but I fucking love them now. Mm. Thank you, Orton. And you did that for you. They're delicious. All right. Make noise. All right. You can say Orto, too, if you want. Yeah, Orto at nighttime. (laughs) (laughs) Orto at night. (laughs) After dark. After dark. Yeah. A little Negroni? Are you a Negroni guy? Absolutely. I love Negroni. What's a white Negroni? I'm going to Google it for you. I don't know. It's good. It's on the menu. (laughs) I'm going to Google it. Does it come with a limerick? (laughs) It comes with sonnets. (laughs) (laughs) And Dave Matthews. (laughs) <laughs> oh. um, four bars. Yes, or, orto, orto at night for sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, favorite Baltimore artist of any kind. Speaking of sonnets. Mm. Uh, it, I'm gonna. You go. Uh, I'm gonna go because I'm a photography nerd. Uh, you. Devin Allen. You're a dick. But we have. <laughs> we do have. A, a really amazing artist that's that we're working with uh for our night brunch yeah festival that yeah. that we're that is Pablo, amazing aka tiktok world graffiti that's his graffiti artist name and uh i think he's i think he's great fantastic yeah, yeah. as a muralist and as a graffiti artist yeah so cool 
I mean, sure. we have a crazy art scene for sure. Music, we do. Like, art, yeah. photography. Have you guys met Bishmi? Hmm? Bishmi Cromarty. Mm-hmm. He's been on the podcast. Come on, guys. You don't listen to every single well, episode. Call it? I, uh, to- I got a new phone. A lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's not on there yet. Okay. <laughs> I didn't download um, about a minute. Bishop is on Project Runway, oh, and he works no. at a, he worked out of Map. I'm not sure if he's there anymore. He's oh, cool. amazing, amazing. Yeah, really? Yeah. He just Megan for the uh, Hey Baltimore. He he dressed really? me for the Hey Baltimore party, but what? I the one at your house. Yeah. Damn. I wore it, and if Bishop listening, I'm sorry because he wasn't actually at the party. But I'm gonna tell you something off air about that party. Oh, please do. Ooh. Mm-hmm. All right. And go up to Jason later crazy. if you're listening to this and ask him about it. He will. He will. <laughs> I said that night got crazy. Oh, that guy, yeah, that was yeah. a fun night. Yeah, he. I had this amazing, I just had my daughter and the fact that I could fit into his stuff made me feel mm-hmm. great, but it was like, I think it was a little, you had an amazing snapback though. You, you didn't have a period Thank where you, you got like out, you. Of, out of order yeah. at all. I appreciate my children for being kind to me. Yeah. But it was uh, it was young. From, it was a little bit. It was mesh. The top was mesh. And I was wearing like, I realized I'm actually wearing a pool cover up during this interview. So <laughs> I'm not like the most chaste person. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I would wear that It right was now, sold actually. to me as a dress. It was a dashiki. But I don't know. From... Nantucket. It's an Emerson Fry. It's a I'm a real Baltimore girl. I wear Baker oh, Dashiki. Yeah. I was like, definitely. Oh, you and That's something you eat a lobster roll in for sure. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> With both hands. <laughs> Two handed, baby. Two handed lobster All right. roll. <laughs> a lobster roll Dashiki. It's actually from uh-huh. the Emerson Fry India collection, but okay. Mm-hmm. Um, sure it is. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, right, moving on. All right. Um, favorite place to buy clothes? It's not in Baltimore. <laughs> okay, well, then it's not in <laughs> So, might want to edit that part out. If it was, it would be like, every now and then, Target has something really like, that's dope. I'm not going to lie. Target's got fire. Target has yeah, some, some heat. Target's some got heat some fire. And they're just tucked away. Um, but... You know, I've really been enjoying um, ASOS a little bit, you know? Again, that's not Baltimore. And I think that they just filed for bankruptcy. I'm a cop, all this shit. Yeah. <laughs> There's it's no local shop. Also, I can't get over J. Producer Mike has so much editing to do on this. I apologize. You edit that again. You know, there's like nowhere that? local that you buy clothes. It's okay if there's not. Um, Not for men. N- Okay. Well, you, know you are I mean? a man. Yeah, I think right, for women, place? there's like a lot of choices for sure. Yeah, we have more. Like, yeah, you guys have incredible oh you know what i cop i cop that bruce springsteen um vintage t-shirt from keepers vintage in um in hamden wait yeah. hamden keepers yeah. vintage the hamden oh location. it's the new spot by yep. um Trumery. yep yeah i got a bruce a vintage bruce springsteen tour t-shirt yeah. for like 14 dollars. was it the born in the usa tour it was um i gotta look at it again because apparently my mom went into labor with me at the concert what? during the born in the usa that's why tour. you're cool Probably. That is probably the only reason, yeah. Get out of here. That and my J. My J. Crew to Shiki. I like, um... <laughs> I That's like, my DJ uh, name. Video. <laughs> J. Crew to Shiki is a DJ name. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. I like, um... Uh, what's it? Milk and Honey? What's the spot in, um... For clothes? not for clothes. No. Not, um... What's the spot? Where's it at? You know what I'm talking about. Don't snap at him. <laughs> Over by, um... Don't hit him. 
<laughs> over by uh, uh the um what's the coffee spot over no, around the corner <laughs> around the corner from uh um wet city oh, oh on, on reed um, street well that yeah, was yeah, yeah. keepers no, no, he's the bottle of bread. Bottle of bread. Bottle of bread. But wasn't Keepers associated with them? Uh, no, it was across the street. Nope. Okay, so bottle. Mm-hmm. Of, oh, but they moved. Bottle of bread. They have both. Two. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yep. great. So awesome. bottle of bread and uh, what is it? Common Common Ground in Hamden. The one that's an old church. Is it Common? No, 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 no. no, no. Hunting. Uh, Hunting Ground. Ground. That's a good yep. one. Those yes. two, I would definitely say those. That. Those yeah. two are kind of like my favorites because yep. I wear mostly like Keepers old, and Hunting old shit. for sure. I'm yeah, not a weed time. smoker. I kind of wish that I could handle it, but I can't. You should be. I well, I again, I can't. It's not because I don't. Zombies will be late. I want to. I try and I can't. Why? Uh, if I'm not drunk, the, yeah. I think the last time I smoked weed was with you at my birthday. Hey, don't put me. Which on was blast. a year ago. Um, a year I'm never ago. Never gonna get hired. Yes, <laughs> I, you did. <laughs> I but I, I can only smoke when I'm drunk. How did that go? It was great. You were there. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was fun. fantastic. I wouldn't like give you anything. No, horrible. it was it was super fun. Yeah. But I trust him. Yeah, I think he wasn't gonna roofie me. Like, yeah, it's fine. I wasn't worried. Like, wasn't oh that God, kind of guys, party? Wasn't um, that kind of party? I trust him. It was a 2004 <laughs> themed birthday party. Yeah. I wasn't like oh, there to cool. be. It was good. I remember that? Um, I had, I had yeah. a lacroix. Yeah, a lacroix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, hunting ground has gorgeous bowls. They're like yeah, like they have more than clothes. Artistic, yeah. like they're. Stunning. Have really? you seen these yeah, in the no. back near the register? Artisanal bowls. Artisanal bowls. Yeah. <laughs> That's my new DJ name. Great jewelry. <laughs> yeah. Their jewelry is great, too. They do have, oh, yeah. they have like the naked lady earrings. <laughs> mm-hmm. I actually, have you guys been to Glenstone? Please become J. Crew Dashiki. Like, if yeah. that happens, I'm. We'll have to figure um, out my medium, like, as an artist. Yes. As a. Yeah. Yes. What? Who am I as J. Kurudashiki? Mm. I will work on your brand. We'll figure it out. Yeah, you brand you me. For sure. Okay. Brand guidelines. And he'll okay. help you. We'll train you as a musical yeah. sensation. Yeah, you'll do my lead in music. Yep. <laughs> intro God, music. So your new nice. intro music. Ah, okay. Um, favorite cocktail in the city right now? Uh, I would say the what? Oh, no, I'm not even going to do that again. I'm not going back to Orto. We've got enough. They've got enough, enough out of us. Enough out of us. Um, favorite cocktail in the city. Getting pretty. Can I ask your favorite place to get a drink that isn't Orto? Uh, Sugarvale is still one of my favorite places to get drinks. Me too. Yeah. It's something about that place I think uh, I just really relate to. Text you when you're there. It's like two blocks. All right. Me let me, let me uh, jump in real quick. For someone that doesn't drink that much, mm-hmm. uh, they do uh, at Sophomore Coffee. Is it – what is it? Wax the something. Shignato. Is it second – is it the second Thursday? It's the second Thursday of, of the – Shigarado? Shigarado? Sa- well, that's delicious. <laughs> that's during the – that's during the – yeah, it's so good. That's during the day. But they started this new event called Wax – Wax and Lax? Yep. Something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's basically sophomore after dark. Mm-hmm. So it's from 7 p.m. until 11. And they do – they have um, a DJ, plays all all vinyl. They project old movies from the 60s uh, and the 50s, like on the wall. They bring in extra plants. Uh, but they have this incredible bar menu with mm-hmm. all – mocktails and yep. it's some of them are coffee um and then they do uh some of you can do 
uh, decaf as well if you don't want to like drink coffee that late at night. I do not drink caffeine, so that would be good. So it's perfect. Mm-hmm. And then they do other drinks that do not have any coffee in them, but it is incredible. Like it's really amazing. They they basically change the entire space of of sophomore, and it's like it's. I'll say so this amazing. during my pregnancies. Yeah. That would have been awesome. Yeah. Because that's like a – you're out. It's a scene. Yeah. But it's not about boozing. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And you can and and you can go right outside to Fadden's on it and then there's – Larder. The larder and there's the food truck going on yeah. and all that stuff. And you can come right back in and kind of be in the mix and not – you know. And everybody's having a good time. It's social. It's It's a small, very cozy space and – it's cool. a really cool experience. So, yeah. to speak to that, like I took a picture of that last mocktail menu. Yeah, you know, because uh, is is they had a cocktail a mocktail called uh, "In Praise of Love." It was lemonade with rosemary simple, topped with rosella iced tea and soda. Yeah, it's not. There's no coffee in that. It's delicious. It was great. Beautiful. It's such a cool concept, and and it's one of those situations where you are in there and you say, God, this doesn't feel like Baltimore because it feels mm-hmm. like you're somewhere deep in Brooklyn or something mm-hmm. like that. Like it feels, <laughs> it's very, it's it's awesome. Like it's Speaking really, of flask, you good, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. And who is your best friend? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, all right. Last one. I'm saying best sandwich. Mike is saying best chicken parm. You can answer either or both. Somebody's going to like me for the first answer and they're going to kill me for the second one. But definitely the first one, I would say the steak fish sandwich at Holland's Market. I like a lot. That's definitely a keeper forever. What's steak fish? Ooh, you would not, you'd, you got to get that um, checked off on your Baltimore Girl Scout badge contest. Girl Scout badge. <laughs> <laughs> Mike knows what I'm talking about. I, was a I don't know. Scout. There is an actual steak fish apparently, which I don't know. It's not like trout at all. It's a thick, like very hearty piece of like fish, and it doesn't have the bone in it like steak fish does in the grocery store because they sell it like that. There's a lot of innuendo store. in the things you're saying. <laughs> Seriously, I it wasn't is. gonna say anything. I didn't even know where to go with it, but there yeah. just is innuendo. Yeah, but usually go on. I'm Sorry. all about that, but this is like serious. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> sandwiches are serious. Yes, serious sandwiches. <laughs> And this one has been, they've been doing this steak fish sandwich at Holland's Market since before I was born. Like, ridiculous. Um, do you remember what it's called, years? Mike? Yeah, like 70 years. A hundred <laughs> years? It's, it's Eddie's. It's Eddie's, Eddie's inside in Holland's Market. Holland's Market. Okay. It's the first stall off of Arlington. Yeah, that entrance, not the other entrances. Um, it's gonna. I hope they're there forever. They're great, right? I love that sandwich. Chicken parm, I'm not going to lie. I went to Italian disco and I got a chicken parm there and I really liked it. I don't that know was if everybody else is going to enjoy Yesterday, that like someone told me to go to Italian disco. I really thought it was like very impressive as a chicken parm, but somebody's going to hate me for that. Because the chicken can get hard sometimes? Get really, really, really oh, hard. Oh, yeah. And then it's not, yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry. Ryan? Um, my favorite sandwich is... The Neighborhood Bird at Ekeben. Okay. It's my favorite sandwich. It's a great we'll take that. In the city. We've had. Um, that could also be chicken. It could. It really could. It could be easily like switched into that for sure. They're close enough to Little Italy. And then 
classic because I'm just a Baltimore dude is the chicken parm from Sabatino's. Um, but I had the eggplant parm from, from Tagliata. Yeah. And that shit was amazing. Yeah. That was probably one of the best eggplant parms I've ever had. And we're not, I know we're not talking about eggplant parm. Was that a I sandwich feel like Aldo's, or a dish? I feel like Aldo's has the best eggplant parm. Really? And I'm, da- I'm down for this journey. I'm yeah. down to like. Fuck so okay, it, let's if, go. So if. Aaron has to be here for the fish sandwich. You're right. Situation. So if. Um, and I'm new to fish. I'm a year into eating fish. Really? I know. Wait, what? I don't want to. We don't have to get into it. I just didn't. We must. You were, you're a merman. You're a mer. My whole family a merman. <laughs> you're a and Mike's hard drive is going to run out on this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is maybe our longest one now. Yeah. I was supposed to be home 28 minutes ago. Sorry, Rob. Yeah, that's okay. Um, I grew up disliking fish. Mm. And then in, I started eating crabs and shrimp. And this is not that interesting. In When I was like 20. Yeah. And now so basically fish. when you got here. No, I've always been from here. Oh. Mm. I, when I started dating my husband's family... And they like, it was really because they put shrimp cocktail out, and I was like too embarrassed to not eat food oh they had given God. me. Oh my God, that that it's a cool. That's family. where you married. That's them. how you got that's married. That's where you're like, yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> shrimp cocktail for the table at yeah. all times. <laughs> Tiny naked Why boys not? hanging out it's the out. cup. <laughs> Morning, lunch, sure, sure, breakfast, sure. whatever. It's out. God. But I, I ate like a shrimp, and I dipped it in the sauce, and I was like, oh, that's that's seriously one of my favorite foods of all time now. Cocktail like, shrimp. Oh God, just. Yeah. Have you have you been to um, Magdalena? The lid to, uh, lid. No. This what? is the second time we've talked about shrimp today, and you know my yes. nickname is Shrimp Pulse. Shrimp Pulse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. Have you haven't been to Magdalena? Mm-mm. Guys, holy shit. Where's holy this? shrimp. Where is this? It's in the Ivy Hotel. It's not cheap. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's not cheap, but there's shrimp what? cocktail. It's like that. Is it good? We, like okay, that? my husband and I. It's like an eight star. It's got multiple. It's ridiculous. We, stars. we get just drunk enough. We've to done. spend 800 <laughs> We don't stay there. <laughs> we get 45 shrimp cocktails. God damn. We get just, and I suggest this to everyone, get just drunk en- enough to enjoy and remember the meal, but that you're not stressed about how much you're spending. Mm. Shit. Mm. Do mm. that twice a year. It's a fine line. Twice a year mm. is okay. what I suggest. Okay. It is once the so most season. fun. <laughs> It, we went in May, twice in May, and that's it for the there year. And go. I'm not kidding. So that's it. That's it. <laughs> I'll put it that's on my Christmas list. Somebody fucks with me to give me some turn shrimps. And then when it comes to the next we, year, we went like the weekend of Preakness twice and haven't been back. Yeah, and won't go back until mm-hmm. tax season. Yeah. It's yep. true. <laughs> Damn. Those returns. Wait for that deposit, baby. But it's amazing. And their wine, they have this cork. God, this is the longest podcast that we have ever had. They have this. um. They like they slip this like needle into the cork, uh-huh. and so they can pour like a one glass Enough without it losing oh. the freshness of a really nice bottle. Damn. Yeah, and yep. And then yeah, it goes back. Nitrogen is it nitrogen that goes back? Mm. Yeah. And then I've never seen. That. I mean, I was like drunk enough at, at the end of the night that I was like. What Let is me get happening? your best Kindle Jackson. What? <laughs> no, a best Kindle Jackson. Okay, got you now. Barefoot. Yeah. <laughs> right. Let's get all those arsenic. Um, uh, <laughs> well, the, I think the bartender had a little crush on my husband, so there was some. Rob got some like beautiful. Good like for you, Rob. M- oh yeah, Rob. Is that where for the you. needle came in. He is right? handsome. Yeah. He's oh, a handsome yeah. dude. He, he looks handsome. like some he other friends handsome. of ours. He is. All right. I think we were at five. Mm-hmm. I think that's enough. I think we've got to end this goddamn thing. Okay. Cool. It's been very long. 
And now Jason's on his phone. He's giving up. Yeah, no, I got a phone call. I was going to answer it, but then it you were going to answer it during the podcast. I thought it would been good. You guys might have wanted to hear Who it. Who was it? Madonna. It was an opportunity. You know, like things might come through. It would have been a good thing to capture. Mm. <laughs> well, anyway. Thank you. Cheers to Cheers. J. Crew Dashiki. <laughs> Shrimp Pulse. Mike, do we have other names? Mike. Here? Producer Mike. Cheers. Mixed Master Mike. And Jason. Sir Sipsalot. Sir Sipsalot and Shrimp Pulse. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jason and Ryan. To learn more about The Night Brunch, you can follow them on Instagram at The Night Brunch or go to thenightbrunch.com. For past Hey Baltimore episodes and info about everything happening downtown, go to our website, godowntownbaltimore.com. Hey Baltimore is edited and produced by Mike Evitz and made possible by Downtown Partnership. Our theme music is by Super City. I'm your host, Megan Eisenach. Thanks for listening.